You are listening to the Cassie Plays Devil's Advocate podcast with me, your host, Cassie Shingles Magin. This is a comedy podcast where I have a special guest on each week who picks three subjects for me to counter-argue, whether I believe it or not. If you enjoy the show, please follow my social media. I am on Instagram and Twitter as Cassie Plays Devil's Advocate underscore after each word. If you have any suggestions, ideas or things you'd just like us to talk about in the show, feel free to message me on those social media accounts. And now with that out of the way, it's time to get on with the show. Welcome to Cassie Plays Devil's Advocate. Uh, this is our first week actually recording the show and my first ever guest is Michael Redding. Hello. How are you feeling about the show, Michael? I'm really excited. I think uh, it's always good to get into the internet space, you know, like, you know, start something new, learn something new, it'll be good fun. Now, I'm a, a big technophobe. I am not good with technology. So yeah, I'm a t- bit of a technophobe and uh, Michael isn't. He's really good with this sort of stuff. So he's been helping me out, like set up try. the microphones, mm. set up the audio and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I think you're going to be the best person to do the first session with. Also, no, you're, a f- so. you're a funny lad. You stop that, you. Yeah, Too even funny. though you haven't prepared for this show at all. No. We'll wing it. We'll see how We're going to wing it. Um, so the layout of the show is supposed to be, we're going to be playing devil's advocate. I've asked Michael to pick three subjects and whatever <clears> he says, I have to counter argue, uh, even if I believe in it or not. So you can pick absolutely anything, even if it's like, I think cats are better than dogs and I have to counter argue that. In between, we're just going to have chats about our lives and we're also going to be playing another game of a book that I got. Um, so we're going to start with, Michael, how did we meet? Oh right, right yes. Okay. So there's a backstory to this. Is um, me and my sister Eleanor used to live together in our own rented house, and um, one day I looked out into the back garden and it, there was a tent there, just a brand new tent for no reason. Um, it blown in, I don't know where from. So I put the tent down, and I went walking around the neighbourhood, uh, asking everyone if it was their tent. And I'd I must have walked about a good three blocks and asked everyone I put up signs and everything and no one no one knew whose it was so I still have that tent to this day wow. um, and on the way back I saw a car pull into the driveway and it was Michael do you want to take over the story from there Michael? Uh, I pulled in uh, one of the first times I'd ever visited the house really um, brought Eleanor back from a lovely date where we got 20 chicken nuggets the first time he did come to the house though was for their first date it was the day after you met and I was watching you two from the window and I told Eleanor I wasn't <laughs> Wow, it was really I'm funny. learning this for the first time. Did, also. You, did she not tell you that? Because no, I definitely she... told her that like not long after you two got together. But yeah, she. Uh, I was turning onto this lovely drive. Actually, it was a really nice drive I had. Uh, and um, this random girl, I had no idea who who it was, just uh, dove in front of my wheel. <laughs> as I, you know, I'd stopped, but they dove in front of my wheel and sort of like sort of told me to shush. Gave me the signal to shush, and I was like, okay. This is making me sound like a maniac. Basically, yeah, yeah. I knew who he was, so I thought it would be funny <laughs> to pretend to pretend he ran me over with his car, forgetting that I was coming from a completely opposite direction. Mm. So I just like a girl walking down the street. Yeah. I turned to to Eleanor and I said, "A girl has just <laughs> fallen in front of the car. Is this insurance fraud? Insurance fraud? Um, <laughs> On her own driveway." And then she was like, "What?" And then I believe uh, we got out and. My head popped up. <laughs> yeah, she was like, she was like, oh, Cassie, that's not her voice. 
Yeah, that was the first time we met. Yeah. That, the thing, the thing with that is me throwing myself in front of your car is the ongoing joke with me and Eleanor, where I she would come home late from going on a date with you or coming back from work or something, and I pretend to be dead. I'd uh, all the time, and it would it would get more and more over the top. So it would just be me laying on the floor most of the time, and then she'd come in and I'd be like curled up in a weird position at the bottom of the stairs. Once I uh, tipped all of our furniture upside down in the living room and made it look like someone broke through the patio door and I was half out in the garden. <laughs> and then I stopped doing it because I got worried one day that I'd actually be murdered and she wouldn't believe me and just leave me there to die. So I stopped doing it. <laughs> Even though I thought it was really funny. And then I panicked myself thinking one day someone's going to murder me and no one's going to realise for a week and just think I'm really dedicated to the joke. Wow. So I stopped doing it. And she said she she doesn't it. think she's crazy. Well, you wanted to help me with one once because you oh, you yeah. came up with the idea of you coming around to the house before Eleanor finished work and we'd set up a scene to make it look like you'd yeah, murdered yeah, like, me in a fit like, of rage or something. Yeah, like um, like tomato ketchup. And stuff yeah, blood and she'd and... walk in and you're like, you're there covered in blood, like panicking, going, "It was an accident! Yeah. It was an accident!" Didn't mean it. I'm glad I didn't do that because that sounds like a step too far. Oh to yeah. Know. That, that could be cause for police <laughs> <Yeah>. involvement. <laughs> and imagine if it wasn't her that walked in, but my dad who beat the shit out of me. God, he would. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Michael. Should we play Devil's Advocate? The yes. first ever game of Devil's Advocate. It's going to be... A, I mean, you've got a lot to live up to right now. You've got a lot of weight on your shoulders. You've got to pick the first ever title for Devil's Advocate. I bl- well, <laughs> as, the, as the kids say, it's going to be lit. <laughs> Keep Don't that in. The kids do Get say. rid of it. For the people who can't see, which is everyone, so for the people uh, listening, Michael's just googling good debate questions because he's completely unprepared for this. I'm doing a favour for a friend, and I'm being attacked for it. I, well, I, I personally think you're going to be a fan favourite. I and, don't. Um, I'll probably ask you back ooh, quite ooh. a few times because I think our conversation flows quite nicely. It does. I'm going to edit this bill. Wow, thanks a lot. Um, right, I, I, here's what I have picked for the first topic. Completely on my own, no help from the internet. I believe that bottled water should not be banned. I should repeat, not should banned. not be banned. So, Please tell me why you think it should. So, I think bottled water should be banned. All right, what's your <clears> argument for why it should not be banned? Well, it's, it's convenient, isn't it? Like, you go into a shop, you want some a lovely, tasty drink of water. Like, you know, it's cheap, it's readily available it's like I say convenient like you, it's in a plastic bottle but a lot of them are recycled now so it's not like it does anything for the that environment that is a good argument but so, as you say even if plastic is recycled it still might end up in a landfill somewhere so you might buy a recycled bottle but that will still end up choking a fucking whale so mm. my my thing is why don't we have machines and stuff in shops where you, you pay for like a pound for some water, but you bring your own bottle. Like you do in Starbucks, you bring this... your own cup. You can do you can use a, a paper cup or something like that. I actually watched a, a clip from Dragon's Den UK, just in case, because you know, they're at Mortpool. Um, and someone came in with a collapsible water bowl and he was torn apart because these water bottles and you know, all these ones from Starbucks, apparently to be eco-neutral with them, you have to, Use them for about nine months, constantly. Not well, not constantly. Like one, you know, a day, once a day for nine months. Whereas, you know, if you use a plastic bottle for three times, it's the recycled ones are eco-neutral at that point. And they did That's... not. They did not invest in this man. He well, laughed out. 
But yeah, I, I, I find using that for nine months completely reasonable. I would say people would use it way longer. I have reusable metal. Yeah, but as in it's like the that. time to get to that point. Like you could have, fi- like you know, let's say it's three months for a normal war, war bowl or whatever. That's you know three times more than you you would have to use a plastic, uh, a custom made collapsible Starbucks one or whatever. You know. The thing, the thing I'm thinking of is the amount of uh, bottles that are actually made. Um, each and every year just for certain companies is ridiculously high whereas if one person just buys one bottle and reuses it over and over let me put you in a scenario okay you've walked in with your collapsible bottle and you let's say you're in london you've gone into you know it's it's just after rush hour it's pretty hectic you've gone into a sainsbury's that you see because you really do need some water like you are thirsty (laughs) you know you are hankering for that water and you, you know you've Looked everywhere, and there's, there's, there's only Sainsbury's. Yeah, you know, need something you need, to quench yeah, that first. You need something yeah. to quench that first. You could pick something else, but you know, less for the sake of argument, you want water, right? No OJ. No OJ. No, no OJ. Because again, that's using the, that's using the same bottle. So yeah, if you're against okay. it, you know. Um, should we should we have uh, reusable Pepsi bottles? <laughs> Maybe this one bottle could be for any yeah, drink. Well, yeah, yeah. Just, just have fountains. Think of, the, think of the carbonation. It's gonna pop the top off that reusable bottle if you have it in Pepsi. Do you know what I mean? Just don't shake it that much. Just don't shake it. Oh yeah, I often my hands are my human hands are often incredibly steady, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so you've gone in, you yeah. know, you've gone in, you've gone right. I'm Cass. Yeah. Yes, I look this way, and <laughs> it's normal. It's not a condition. Continue, and you've they've gone. Oh, oh, I will serve you. Um, we don't. We're not just gonna. You know, you've give, you've handed me this collapsible water bottle. And you said fill it with water. I don't know what unit of measure you want. I don't know how much I'm going to charge you for this. I don't know <laughs> all this. Well, and also, we don't have a, just a, a, a lovely fresh water source somewhere. We've got tap water, and that is free. So, you know. And well, even I'm, then, they're not going to go and give you tap water, are they? I'm, I'm going to suggest the. Do you know when you go to cinema and you've got like Coke and Pepsi and stuff on tap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that with fucking water. Like, get a big fucking bottle of Evian and hook it up to some sort of tap thing. Wait, what? And then be like, okay, it's one pound for a normal pint cup. And then it'll be okay, I'm gonna fill up a pint of, of water and they'll be with like, what? okay, it's a pint. With the Evian, the, the big, yeah, wait, big so you've, as in canister of Evian. No, what, what are you taking it? My, my reusable cup. And then what, and they're just gonna give you like a, a big old water bottle, which they do in most bars, but it's it's the convenience part. That's fine if you like. If you're in a pub, you can say I'd, I'd say, like a pint of water, and it'll be in a glass, won't it? Yeah. And it's free. If you're in a restaurant, it'll be in a glass. That's not what we're saying. We're saying it's the other part, the part that you would definitely, you know, that you would use it. You would use a, a water bottle in plastic for convenience and for, you know, cheap, I guess. You know. Yeah, but the water bottle in plastic, it might be convenient, but it's bad for the environment. Not all. Where's your science behind that, Michael? Oh, I could Google it if you want, but <laughs> I, I, well, as in. You know, a lot of them say that they're like eighty percent recycled now. So, for example, you said it would it would take about nine months of using a bottle every single day. From me misquoting From Dragon's Den, probably. Yeah. So please don't so take if, this. Okay, like that might not be about. fact, but let's let's pretend it is fact yeah, yeah, for, for the time being. Yeah. So nine months of. That's what using Deborah Meaden said. Nine months of continuously using this metal container. It um, was plastic. Cup. It was a plastic collapsible one. A plastic collapsible one. Yeah. For example, let's, let's say it's my, my metal one that I use. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if you don't have a bag, 
how you gonna, I'm not going to hold a metal thing, especially if it's cold. My hand's going to get cold. Well, then get the collapsible one. But right now, I'm talking about the metal right, one. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so if I, I continue, whatever. If I walk in, I've forgotten where I was going with my point. Sorry. <laughs> 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 okay, Let's so if I walk, okay, that was it. If it if it takes about nine months to justify using a, a metal cup, and say I drink out of it twice a day. How many water bottles would you be using if you use those once each time you use them? You buy a bottle of water, drink it, chuck that away. How many bottles of water are you going to be using to that one in nine months? Well, it depends how often you use it. I, I just said twice a day. Yeah, but no, months. no, what I mean is it depends how often, like, the individual... I, I also just said <laughs> you drink it and then throw it away. So if you if you drink a bottle of water and then throw it away and then buy another one and throw it away each day, you're going to be using two water bottles a day for nine months. Mm-hmm. That's a fuck ton of plastic. Yes. No, Which is yeah. not going to go into our oceans and kill, Again, kill a duck. It's 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 not that that okay. That is good hypothetical. Yes, but and that's what this show is about. Like that scenario is fine. But what, what about my scenario with the when you're walking down the street with the Sainsbury's? If you're at work, you know you're near you're near a water fountain. If you're at somewhere where you know there is water, you can go grab it. It's readily available. When you're walking down the street, or you've just gone into a gig and you really need water, or if you what are you going to do? You got a fair point yeah, there. You're gonna, you're um, gonna go gonna and buy go... one. Chump. Absolutely ridiculous. I think that's a good argument. I think, uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Now, I don't have much of an opinion on this because I don't know the facts, to be honest. No, so, well, well, that's, well, that's what I, the show is. Like, you're I, supposed to go in without facts. Yeah, not in a exactly. way, like, to I've make got, it more interesting. I've like, got a counter argument, whatever you say. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do both. I do have a reusable mm. water bottle. So, yeah. every day at work and when I'm at home, that's I reuse it. it. If I know that I'm going to like yeah, if I know mm. I'm going for long road trips or going to the beach, I'll fill it up yeah. and like well, freeze it beforehand. If I'm at home and I'm like I'm, I'm really hankering for some water, I'm not going to go to Tesco to buy a plastic bottle. Exactly. It's, yeah. You know, it's and a I'm not one of these people it? who buys like a big pack of ninety water bottles and stick them in the fridge because I've got a fucking tap. No, yeah. It's yeah, it's exactly, free. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I, I I see the point of using bottles like that, but I'm not one of these people who refuses to buy water when I'm thirsty because it's. No, plastic, but I would prefer to use recycled yeah. bottles. What about, you, know, you know Voss water? Voss or well, the ones in the glass bottles. The glass one, yeah. Oh, I like those. Those bottles look yeah. nice, don't they? If we're talking about water, my favourite is Smart Water. Does, tasty. It doesn't make you smile. It tastes like water. It's tasty, honestly, it it's tasty. Like no, water. I understand. No, I think people will agree that Smart Water tastes different. I think Smart Water just—it just—I don't know. It just to me, it just tastes nice, not because of what's in it or if it's you know from clouds or whatever it it's on the bottle. Clear. I just really like it. I don't, I don't know. Like if I was going to have a water. I'd get smart water. Fair enough. Is it smart water? Yeah, smart water. Smart water. Yeah, the, the, one of the really thin, lovely, smooth tube. I think it is, yeah. Because there's, there's that vitamin water, isn't there? That was supposed to be that. There was that. Like, or was it mineral? What was it? Yeah, vitamin water. That one where it's like. It's, is that the one that boosts Loads them? of vi- vitamins in it, but apparently it didn't do anything and it was like a whole conspiracy about. Something. Like, some waters, like, I think Evian and. Evian? Evian. 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 Some of them. Tastes like plastic to I, me. I agree. And that's why I think Smart Water is nice because I, I think it just tastes like that. Alright, so in I'm between each show, I've got this book. I've got this book that, uh, for Christmas that my brother gave me. Right, um, can I read it? You Let can read, read one. We'll, we'll take turns if you want. Okay. Would you rather be able to stop time or travel back in time? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Ah, now. That's going to come with questions, though, because if I go back in time, can I just jump back forward to where I was, or do I have to relive everything again? It says travel back in time, so you'd have to relive it. Okay. 
So this one's easy. I'd say stop time. Yeah, stop time. Yeah, I'd definitely say, because every morning when my alarm went off, I'd stop time and have another four hours mm. sleep, but then be like, easy. restart time again. Well, think about yeah, like yeah. It's, it's so much more useful for your application. Yeah. Like, no offence, I don't want to go back to, let's say, like, oh, let's go see, you know, what the dinosaurs were like. I'm stuck here. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Right, do you want, do you want to read one? Would you rather eat the content of a spot or a blister? A uh, blister. Really? It's water. Oh, but it looks so gross. Yeah, but I'd, wait, spots are like pussy, aren't they? And like, I feel like the texture would ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. The well, a spot, you're going to have to like either get a bit of chewing involved or, or you, you know, it's, it's like is a it paste, a isn't spot? it? Well, it depends. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, you've not, you've not, well, yeah, you've not like, you've not gone into details. Right, we I don't know. know how large the blister is. Is it like a blister from having a dance on a night out? Or is it in your new shoes? Or is it? A spot that's the size of a head. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no context. No. But yeah, blister. 100%. Oh, this is no matter the size. One. Okay, this is an easy one because I do this every single night. Mm. Would you rather sleep without a pillow or a duvet? Now, I, I don't use pillows. Pillow, yeah. I don't use pillows. I, don't use, no. I, I, I sleep face down without a pillow. Mm-hmm. It's completely face down. Mm. Like I'm going to suffocate myself from a mattress. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I've got two on there, but that's for like sitting up to watch TV and then yeah. I throw them on the floor I, I leave mine I leave mine where it is I sometimes throw them on the floor and then I just scoop myself down the bed so my feet are hanging off I could resell them as unused 100% yeah those yeah pillow definitely yeah I, I think who would sleep without a duvet you weirdo how, how do you snuggle up without a duvet how would you get warm exactly that's a very good point how would you get warm you wouldn't no you wouldn't you want to do another one yeah I'll do another one we're you know we're losers so. we, we are both losers I can so, confirm that um, some more than others me <laughs> so would you rather not be able to access the internet oh fuck or not see anyone for a month I do that nowadays yeah I was going to say you're basically, you're basically like a recluse anyway they, uh, in our friendship group they call me the wifi whore because no matter where oh, we whore. go I'm the first one that's asking Literally. what's your wifi code mate <laughs> can't get into your wifi have you got free wifi it. I'm terrible for it you're just on your I'm phone just, all the time I do I am on my phone all the time but the, most of the time I'm not looking at anything I just don't want to talk because I'm, I'm so antisocial it's not that I, I don't want to talk actually because I no. do I love talking to people and I love having debates like this hence the podcast I just am uh, such an anxious person so shy when it comes to talking to people so I just pretend I'm on my phone even to people you know though even to people like even if, to people I like, want to date really like, it's, it's, if I really fancy someone I'm, I'm avoiding that's them it. at all cost that's why single yeah that's, that's one of the <laughs> okay yeah, so it. this I was going to tell you this earlier this is what I was going to tell you I had a dream last night that I think you'll find quite funny cause please do I did this is, how, this is how pathetic my life is so I've been single for years and it's it's become a uh an ongoing joke with us and our friends. Bit of a meme, isn't it? Isn't it? Bit of an internal bit, bit meme. Yeah. By choice. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, by yeah, choice. I, I don't want to rush into anything. No. But yeah, if I if I see someone I fancy, I, I'm avoiding them at all costs because I'm so shy. But um, so, so the dream, the dream last night. Actually, I told Eleanor about this. Um, so basically, I had a dream that uh, I was going to go to cinema. We had a spare ticket, and um, we were like, oh, it's a, wa- a waste. We got a spare ticket for this film. I think it was Jojo Rabbit, which I really want to go see. And uh, there was this guy, really good-looking guy, just outside the cinema. So I went up and said, I don't want to be like weird or anything, but we've got a spare ticket to the show. Do you want to come watch it? And he's like, yeah, I, re- I really do. I've wanted to see that show for ages. It looks really good. Um, so he came to watch the show. He was really nice. He was really funny. Then um, we met up with you and Eleanor and Stephen and Sinem afterwards. Nice. And um, we all went, went out for dinner. He was lovely. He was really nice. We all got on with him really well. He's funny. He was good-looking. And he got on with you guys. And then... Uh, Sonam was having a party later that night. Hmm. Sonam throws a good shindig. Um, so we all went around her house, 
everyone is there the big house full of people we were all getting drunk just having fun and stuff and everyone was going cassie you should ask this guy out he he's spent the whole day with you and he doesn't even know you he's getting to know all your friends and stuff he's lovely and he was like really really like a really good guy and then his girlfriend comes to pick him up even in my fucking dreams (laughs) even my dream guy is with someone else and she was beautiful and then the the dream continues I get a phone call from Adam Adam Driver the actor who plays Kylo Ren in in the Star Wars trilogies and stuff he says oh do do you still want to go out for dinner later I was going to say why yeah this should be the focus you'd be like screw that other guy well this this was literally like a a segment of the dream I woke up after this my alarm went off Fucking alarm. It's the, it's the so dream ruiner. Adam Driver, Adam Driver was like, "Do you want to go for dinner?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah." Showed up for dinner, and he went, "I've I've just called you here to let you know that I don't like you." <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, dream. Like called me to like the nicest restaurant <laughs> in the world. You. Yeah, called me to like a really nice restaurant. I got there, dressed up and everything, and he was oh. like, "I don't, I don't like you." And you I was like, like, "You called me." And, and my response in the dream was, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> Who does? <laughs> Wow. Even in my dreams, I'm fucking Jeez. pathetic. Yeah, it's it's on Tinder. You might as well just put, "Don't bother." <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, what is your second subject? Right, I've got I've got one. Are you ready? Go for it. <laughs> Individuals should own their own DNA. I think they should. Oh, that's an interesting. Mm. That's very interesting. Mm. I've never even thought of that before. Well, no, not So, own their own DNA. So, you, for example... So, like, you would get, like, a, you know, like, like a birth certificate, you would just get, you would get your DNA, and it's yours. Like, you could sell it, if, you know, you could... I guess you would have to have it so that the police would have access to it, though, because... Well, I, I don't think that's what they mean. I think they mean that if you, like, use something and discard your DNA, they can't, legally can't collect that because it's your property if, oh, if they're right, meaning so you mean, it, okay, okay. if it's your property so if you like so gob on the floor and a yeah. policeman comes up and swabs it up mm. he get, then gets arrested for stealing someone else's property yeah well I, I suppose yeah because they in some of the police things you know some like CSI and stuff they wait until like someone's put a fag on the floor mm. you know because that's legal as soon as yeah, you discard something it. as soon as it's in, yeah, public, it's public walkway, property yeah. that's it so well I mean I guess I guess technically you own your DNA in, in, in like a certain way, don't you? Yeah, it belongs to you. But it is it's yours. It's definitely it's, yours. Yeah, it's not getting mistaken like, for another. Let's say you're you're not going to accidentally swap it at a pub yeah. one day. No, exactly. Like, like you're at home and you take a big gob in the sink. The police can't come in like without you know, jurisdiction. Yeah, they can't, I don't but think they could. Yeah, they like can't you said, do that I think, anyway. I think you're right. I think they mean like own your DNA. Yeah, own the rights to it. Like, yeah. Like so, you would I guess, but then would they have to pay? Like, what if it's a murder thing? So I don't know about this one. Exactly. This is an interesting one. Yeah. The reason you don't know about it, Michael, is because you just read it off your phone. <laughs> you just. I saw it earlier. I was like, do I use this one? It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be difficult. It's but. a very interesting one. So I think, I think you mean that you own your DNA. That they, no one has a right to touch your DNA or anything like that. But you've got the interesting case. So you're you're pro it then, and I'm against it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm just double checking because I can't remember. Well, um, yeah. Either or, like. So, because I, I don't know. If I'm going to fight against this, I'm going to say, um, how far is it going to go? Because, it, without getting too graphic, mm. I'm going to say sperm is classed as DNA. Mm. If you have intercourse with someone using a condom, so you're fully intending on not letting any sperm into her body. But as you know, condoms don't always work. One gets through. Can she then get arrested for stealing your property? 
And then if you, it then results in a child, what's happening there? He would have legal rights to that. Maybe he could force her to get an adoption well, see, because it's half of his property. This is where it gets I'm, interesting. See, I'm, I'm in this interesting like position where I'm sort of... I really don't know. You were as, you were as in the dark yeah, as I am. Because, yeah, because it's such a big thing. Like, I would... Mm. I would. I think it would be good if let's let's say there's two scenarios. One is like the one that you said where it's like you own everything that you are, that you have. Let's say like at birth. Let's say the other, it's the other scenario as well. Like at birth, you are literally given like a, a sheet that is your DNA. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's got like a bit. I, I, don't, I don't. Obviously, I don't think they'd have it like shown. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe they've got like a little dish on it that has your DNA on it from like yeah. a spit or something, saliva. But that that would be slightly different, wouldn't it? Because then it's like, what would you do with it? You know, why would why would you have it? You know, like why would you? What? Have so it you physically own a dish? Yeah, like yeah, in it. and then you can give <laughs> mount that to it, frame it, yeah. put it on the wall. Like as in, to your girlfriend nothing else, anything. like nothing else could, because it's yours. It's like a sample to then refer back to and go right. You found that on the floor. If it matches mine, that's my DNA. You can't use it. Yeah. You know. But then you can just. Get a gob out of your own mouth. Shall yeah, it's true. It's that's it's a weird one. It that is is a really, that's a really, really good question. I don't know how honest. you debate that. To be honest, that's Google. a really hard one to, to debate. I see. I'm coming up because obviously my job on this is to counter argue mm. everything you say. So I'm just trying to come up with many as many facts as I can to to not mm. do this DNA thing. And I'm thinking at birth, everyone's DNA should be put onto a database. Mm. When you uh, register your child's birth you'll be like um, I'm naming this child John Baby uh, it's blood type is this here's a swab of its DNA they'll probably do that there goes on the police file straight away in about in about 20 years they've got every new every child's DNA from 20 to down as soon as someone commits a crime if there's it, DNA yeah. mm-hmm. they know exactly who it is straight away that's the issue with crime stop, it? yeah it will stop DNA. people from um refusing to volunteer their DNA it will stop police from having to follow people around just to pick up a, a cigarette butt that someone's someone's left mm. and I, I personally think people shouldn't don't have a right to their DNA because if it's the same reason I think people should stop learning about speed cameras the only reason you're going to be bothered about speed cameras being there is if you break in the law and speed in you, the only reason you're going to be worried about people owning your DNA is if mm. you're going to commit a crime and you don't yeah. want your DNA to be there if if you haven't committed a crime, you should not be worried about your DNA being, I, being in the I know system. I'm supposed, we're supposed to be opposites on this, but... No, oh, we, I, we've I moved agree. on from that, yeah. I, I think, agree. Yeah. Like, you know, the crimes, the majority of crimes that are unsolved that have DNA, but they just can't find a match. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. And it was a, it's a huge, like... Um, you know, it's a huge reason for the for criminals to think twice. Yeah. And go, well, exactly. hang on, well, like, my DNA's my, on file. I yeah. don't want to get caught, do I? Find me straight away. Yeah. And also, it will be good for... um, You can do, like relatives and stuff so like if your son has their dna tested mm. and it comes up with oh someone who's very closely related to this kid has done this crime they'll be able to trace it back to the father or the uncle or something because they'll have similar dna patterns that would be a, a good case to have everyone see it so we're going to go through um, some of our emails so we get spam emails a lot we were talking about this over christmas about emails sexual emails that are actually quite funny because they're in broken english and clearly that they're so funny now i got one today actually all of these are from today from my junk email box this one's from someone called bertha i have some time is what the subject is i'm fresh and eager i'm bored of being lonesome and you really should help me there's no doubt um you can do it 
I really want you to lick me in all places. Hope that you will uh, make my fantasies real. I do know very much about special enjoyments, winky face. In my personal profile, you can find numerous eye-catching pictures. Present me a hope to be kissed hardly. <laughs> and then it gives me a link to click, click which obviously I'm not going to. Yeah. What's the one you just got? Because you reacted <laughs> to that a lot. It's, it's, it's a weird one. I mean, it's from pragmatic management services so already it says it says copy of so you know they've obviously copied it from someone but hi how's it going broke up with my boyfriend yesterday wanna no strings attached there's nothing there (laughs) and it just says hello i love sex (laughs) (laughs) my contact here (laughs) hello i love that's it that is literally it hello Hello, i love sex (laughs) hello i love sex now this one is from a woman called constance i doubt that's her real name i think it is i doubt it's a woman (laughs) The subject is, could you spank my butt? <laughs> That's a great starter. I am 23 years old. Want you to become my god. I posted a large amount of interesting uncovered pics to you. So you may discover what you will obtain if you... That is very bad grammar. If Oh, if you... Question mark, question mark, question mark. LL. Respond me. <laughs> I believe you to reveal all my fantasies. Come up with me in my dating profile. I live... Well, this is a bit far-fetched. I live in northern parts of the United States. How am I going to find you? I live in Northampton. Northern parts of the United States. That's only a small area. Yeah, that's only an 11-hour flight for me to come see you, Constant. So anyway, um, I live in northern parts of the United States and I am ready to invite you. Come up with me. Go to my profile. Here's a link. <laughs> so that's Constance for you. If anyone's looking for a good date, Constance is a definitely a fifty-year-old man typing on a computer trying to get some dick pics. This is from June. I'd like to read it. June, I imagine, is an eighty-year-old lady. <laughs> I've not read this. I just, one. I just want to say, the grammar. The, the grammar is extraordinary. Question marks great. in the middle of words. This one, okay, so it just says, "I on our first date will have sex with you." Not an I, comma, <laughs> we'll have sex with you on, your, on our first date. I on our first date. <laughs> yeah, I on our first date. Hello, my anxious friend. Well, you got something right. <laughs> I desire to make your ha- your life happier, plus much more active. <laughs> I'm young and thirsting for amazing nights with interesting passion. My accurate body and sweet <laughs> bum are awaiting your hands, fingers and lips. My accurate Do you want to take me? Write me in my dating profile. Don't throw away your time. It's your luck. <laughs> what? Does this go to profile? My accurate body. I just, oh, wow. Do you think... That's funny. Do you think she meant, like, on point? My, my body's on point. accurate body and sweet and bum. And sweet bum. Oh, I like I salty bum. Yeah, salty bum, bums. please. <laughs> wow. That's brilliant. That's I didn't read one. that one. Uh, my anxious right. friend. That nailed that. So Michael, what is your third subject? Right, well, for my third subject, this one is kind of close to my heart, you know. <laughs> We're laughing. My third subject is, again, something very close to my heart. Um, I love, I love these, and I very much agree with this statement. The build-up is just unbearable. Video games are not too violent for children and teenagers. Okay. Maybe, yeah. yeah. 
So my counter argument will have to be that video games are too violent. Which, you know, as a little side note, I don't believe. I think video games are fine. It's a make-believe universe. It's like watching a film. Mm. But it's like, yeah, it's like an interactive movie. Yeah, exactly. And I, I used to play, like, James Bond and shoot people's heads off and mm-hmm. stuff when I was younger. And I turned out just fine. I mean... Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the issue, isn't it? I, I say I turned out just fine. <laughs> I'm a bit of a freak. You're a bit mad. And not a violent one. No. I am... Um, yeah, I've I've played so many video games over the years. Even when I was a child, I think my sister, who was eighteen at the time, bought me Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which was again an eighteen. And to me, I didn't even know like the violent side of it, if that makes sense. Like you you understand what's happening, but you don't you don't see that as something that you're then gonna like take and like turn into like a real life skill. You just play the game, like you have a good time. You steal a car, you beat someone up, you know, <laughs> hit them with a bat. Edit this bit out because I'm about to burp. <laughs> okay, so I'm now stepping into my devil's advocate shoes. Um, so I'm going to counter argue it. So I think um, video games are way too violent and they're corrupting the minds of the youths of today. Um, I think it's sort of working on the curiosity of children's minds. So, like, you might get a young child who's quite impressionable, plays a lot of games, picks up a lot of what they see on TV. Like, for example, I, I pick up some stuff that I see on TV, like quirks that people do. I called you a smeghead earlier because I was watching Red Dwarf. Mm. Little things like that you don't even notice happening. Mm. So when you're playing a game and you're actually actively making your avatar, your character do things, like when I was playing, what was I playing with you the other day? What was what game was it? Oh, Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption Two, two mm. which was fun, but I skinned a wolf mm. and. Well, I, that's that's that technically is a violent thing, but that's that's what some people do for normal, you know, situations. Like some people do me. that to survive. No, I understand. Not me, that. Though. But you're not. You uh, didn't go home and skin a wolf, did you? Uh, um, yeah. So it might be that someone is doing that in a game, and they're like skin the wolf, and they're like, "Wow, that looked really easy." No, my cat. Tinkles is over in the I corner think, and stuff like I that. I think it's funny. And it might play on people's curiosity. A no, I understand, bit, yeah. Which, or, which breathes. It's sort of like psychopaths, there's normally like a trigger for it. Like when mm. they were younger, their parents yeah. beat them or <laughs> they hit their heads, falling for swing and they were never yeah, the yeah. same since and stuff mm. like that. It might just be a trigger causing them to suddenly become violent. I think it's funny that you chose... You know, skinning, skinning a wolf was the worst thing you did in that game. I feel like you shot a few people. You know, <laughs> they you, were chasing. Yeah, me. you know, you it was like, in self-defense. Wolf. Of course, but well, so was the wolf thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Oh well, yeah, the wolves were, were the worst part about you because they just kept running out at you, and you didn't do anything to them, and they attacked you. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, I think as long as the individual is sound of mind, I think you. I don't think there's any issue with playing video games. Uh, but if someone's not you know. sound of mind, who is, who's got the right to deny them to play the game? The parents. They should you know. Said it's if you child, know, it might be someone who's a bit older, maybe someone who lives alone. Well, that's the thing. Once you get once you get past eighteen, that's their own. That's 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 not the, the argument we're making. It's it, from before <laughs> eighteen to. Ch- okay. So like okay yeah so let's take the fact that. You know, once you're 18 plus, that's your own thing then, and that's your own volition. You've you've gone to the shop. You can do it. You know, that's same thing as drinking or whatever. Let's say so. Like, do you think that 
there are some children that play, you know, like Halo and because there have been stories, obviously, of people killing people. Like I don't know if you heard, there was a PlayStation Two game called Manhunt that I was banned. Have heard of that. Yeah, yeah, that was banned because I believe I don't know if it was banned here or if it was in Australia. I can't remember. Um, but it was where you like the first bit of the game, you get like a plastic bag and you go around the corner, and you put it over someone's head and kill them. Um, but I don't know if you've ever seen Manhunt and the quality. Is it not very good? No, as in like you know, it's from it's the same thing as that old Grand Theft Auto. I think it came out at the same sort of time, and it's made with the same company. So, like, it's not realistic enough. Like your brain, mm. I think your brain should be able to like separate the two. But obviously, there are some. Was that the only reason that. that was banned? The plastic bag, the plastic bag thing. Oh, just the fact that the whole thing was that you had to kill people for points, and someone oh. then I believe someone in real life, I think in in no in America, I think they killed someone based on manhunt. I mean, it's, as I said, it's mind-corrupting. Uh, it's kind of like, do you know that Slenderman thing where those girls stab that other girl? It was like 12-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were so convinced that it was real or they had to do it. It's kind of like that with games. People, especially realistic games, like, I say realistic, but like, not future sci-fi ones or stuff like that. Ones that are like based in present day, like, I was playing... Um, Call of Duty the other day, it was like, I think World of Warfare or something like that. Call of Duty, Black Ops, I don't know. There's, I mean, you're saying the right words for a lot of fran- for a lot of the franchise what? in different orders. Call of Duty, Black Eyed Peas. Uh, Black Ops is one, yeah, there's Black Ops, you know, but there's one, two, three, four. four. There's World at War, which the you said. One. There's Modern Warfare, which is the newest. I that think that's the it. one that's that you're playing War- Yeah, it was Modern Warfare. Which was extremely violent. I accidentally shot one of my own people uh, and then got shot for it. That, I, she jumped out of nowhere and scared me. I'm, I'm trigger happy, man. But um, it is an extremely violent game and it's realistic as well. So people like that might be like, oh, I like the idea of shooting people. I might join the army just to go around shooting civilians, stuff like that. And it might corrupt them at a young age to change, well, not change, or affect the way they you know, live their life in older years, if you know what I mean. Mm. I think... Get <clears throat> well, I was just, I was just checking. Um, so Manhunt 1 was never banned, but Manhunt 2 was, because of what happened. So, yeah, a guy, I believe he stabbed his um, his friend with a knife. Well, I say friend. It's not really friend, is it? Um, and yeah, so th- it does, you know, it does happen, but think of how many million millions of video game players there are how many murders based on it you know like I think you can you can obviously have find violent tendencies in anything like you know within reason and I don't I think a lot of time that people say these video games you know are the, the sole reason for it it's obviously not true I think you have to have a few I think it's like uh, a few issues combining anyway. factors yeah, together mm. and like when you when you hear the media like talking about it especially like Americans when they're like you know they're like a violent video game and like they talk about in this game you run people over with cars you know what I mean like you make it so bad oh what a game and that that was excellent that was an extremely violent game I was running people over left Mm. right but they they didn't die yeah they just they just wobbled about and then pinged back up so maybe kids would ride about on their bikes running people over expecting them to pop back up no I just I just I don't personally think they're very violent at all like 
I mean, they are so violent, but I don't think it makes violent tendencies. I think you have to have those deep-rooted, and then some people are very, uh, you know, they get attached very easily to games, and they think that that's their life, you know? Mm. Like, there's that one guy that I believe died because he was playing a game for, like, four days, and his knees, like, welded together. Um, Because people have, you know, tendencies just to, like, over... You know, overplay them mm. and get obsessed, like obsessed with. There's that thing where like people think that their video game lives are better than their real lives. Yeah, it's yeah. Sort of like yeah. in like a future world where maybe you could like go into a most state-of-the-art VR mm. headset, like, sort for, of like thing. Ready Player One sort of thing. Yeah, mm. and have like a whole different life. Yeah, and there's so many of those yeah. now. There's a Second Life, which literally is, it says it what it is. It's a life for you yeah. know the people that don't have one. You know, and you can live like your best life in. Yeah, and you can, and you, if you, none of it's real. No, which sort of makes it feel like cheating. But mm. and they said a lot of if you're happy. That's it. Like you know, you live your life. But I think those sort of games, like I say, they're they're for they're for like sad, lonely people that either didn't make it in life or they didn't. They're they're not what they want to be like. There are a lot of what, uh, men that pretend to be girls on mm. there. You know, um, not everyone obviously, but. There is the, you see a lot of those. So, you, so people who aren't happy with their real lives yeah. sort of tend to mm. focus more. I think it, 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 I, I'm now swapping sides. <laughs> I just mm. want to defend the game. I've changed my mind. Um, I think it's not good for people's mental health, I guess, because mm. you become shut off from yeah. real life stuff. And as you said, that guy hurt his knees or yeah, yeah, his knees fused, yeah. because he was sat playing for ages. Yeah. It's getting too far and I think there should be some sort of limit on the amount we play. Well that's it again but that's up to the, the consumer like you only you don't want to you would you don't really kill yourself knowingly if you're sound of mind like that kid did not know what he was doing or that guy did not know what he was doing like he was he's playing his game he didn't think about the time he didn't think about what it was doing to him he just did it you know and it's like there are limits. A lot of the games say, "Please take a break," especially like Nintendo games. Like I don't know if you remember the Wii. As soon as yeah. that come on, it was like, "Take a break every fifteen minutes." That's what it said. I like remember, yeah. it said, "Take a break every fifteen minutes because you know." And it even says like, "Go outside." Yeah. You know stuff like that. Play tennis outside instead of mm. on the fucking Wii. Whereas the PlayStation <laughs> One, you know, PlayStation Xbox, they don't really, you know, they don't often say that because, you know, you're, the companies want them to play the game. Yeah. You know, it's sort of a thing that you think everyone should have built in is like a natural thing where you go I'm getting a bit tired of this now yeah. I'll go do something else you know and most people do and that's that's evident by again the amount of people that um, have murdered while playing you know, violent video games at a young age to the amount of people that haven't you know like everyone I knew played um, Grand Theft Auto at some point because it was just fun you know so that's that's a fair point and I'm actually really struggling to get have counter arguments because yeah. I yeah. I as I said earlier, do it's not agree with that yeah. at all. I think video games do not cause people to go violent. No. The same as movies don't cause people to go mm. violent. I think if someone's got violent tendencies and someone has underlying mental health issues and stuff, you know, you should be careful of what they're being exposed to. But I don't think it should be the responsibility no, of people making these games no. and stuff like that. And I did have a lot of fun playing Red Dead Redemption yeah. whatever it was called even though you weren't playing it to like what it was for which is like a cowboy 
sort of shoot them up, I was just, just having a great time. Yeah, shooting people. And yeah, and riding and just yeah, like oh my god, that took so long. I caught a pretty good fish. You did, and like just riding the horse is just you know, yeah. and that's it. You find what you want in the game. Do you games, have an accident around to that horse and you went into? Because like, like, no, it's because the, horse the horses go ragdoll and it's horrible. Well, it's horrible I didn't realise he was going to go straight into the back of me. Like it's just it's because it's because it looks you know it's obviously it's not real but it looks quite real when the horses hit each other and they ragdoll like. I'm assuming real horses do. Yeah. So it was just a bit like, ah. It was, yeah, and also, it was, that horse, I spent ages getting to level four. So that was the end of our first podcast. I'm mm. going to edit this away and see how no, it I'm goes. So. I had a lot of fun doing that. That was a great time. I think that was really was good. good. We were both quite nervous, weren't we? At uh, first, yeah, yeah. Just sort of flows in there, Yeah, but I think once we get the hang of this, you've got to get the mics there. Back. Yeah, definitely. I need to stop leaning into it so much. Huh? I, I think that went really well. So thank you Me for too. being my first ever guest. No, thank on you this for the honour. Oh, shucks. No one says shucks enough. I'm bringing her back. <laughs> Bring her back. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening to Cassie Plays Devil's Advocate. This has been our first episode. And I'd like to say a very special thanks to Michael Reddin. Thank you for having me. I've had a great time. Shucks, you're welcome. <laughs> Please come back and listen to the next podcast I upload. I had loads of fun making this and hopefully you enjoyed it too. Feel free to check out my social media. I have a new Twitter and Instagram called Cassie Plays Devil's Advocate. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.